Sup guys! Thanks for tuning in to week 8 of the Sup Guys podcast. Appreciate everybody tuning in. Gonna be another fun one here this week. Got Tyler with me again this week, as well as my buddy Ryan. It's gonna be a fun conversation talking about the NFL and then two critical questions at the end of it. So stay tuned. Sup guys! Thanks for tuning in to week 8 of the Sup Guys podcast. I got two more of my buddies here with me. I got Tyler again from last week and then Ryan with me. How are you guys doing today? You guys doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good, man. How are you? Yes, up, sir. <laughs> How's it going, man? Appreciate you having me on again. Yeah, appreciate y'all hopping on. I know it's been a big weekend with NFL draft going on and a bunch of stuff. So speaking about the draft, what teams do you guys think improve the most out of this draft? I know there's been a lot of teams making some big moves, big trades. I think the Texans, honestly. They got C.J. Stroud. They traded up to get uh, Will Anderson. From I think he's from Bama. So what they do, get the second and fourth pick or something like that, second and third pick? Yeah, second and third. They ended up trading that third from yeah. – got it from Arizona. Yeah, and then they ended up getting a, uh, a guy named Nathaniel Dell from Houston in round three. They actually call him Tank Dell. I was looking at that dude's stats, and he's he's good, man. <laughs> he, yeah. He's better than what I thought he would be. I mean, he's a hometown kid, too, for the Texans, so he's already loved down there for the people who like the college of Houston. So uh, he got drafted round three, pick 69. And so <laughs> if I was him, I'd be rubbing that in everybody's faces for the rest of their life. <laughs> guess what? Guess what my pick was 69, baby. <laughs> but yeah, I think the, te- I think the Texans mostly improved. Obviously they got a stud quarterback from Ohio state. They got uh, that edge rusher from uh, Bama, Will Anderson, who's a freaking monster. I remember watching him play all year last year just because I, I absolutely hate Bama. But I still watched him like I was a fan. I don't I don't know why. Yeah. I mean third round pick, Nathaniel Dell. He's pretty good, man. I, I was watching some highlights earlier today on that guy and he's he's good. He's he's a quick dude. Who do you got, Tyler? Who do you think improved the most? No, yeah, I'm I'm with Ryan, man. I think the Texans crushed it. Obviously, one of their biggest needs is quarterback, and taking Stroud is uh, – I, I thought it was a pretty good pick. I mean, some people – I don't know if you guys saw it, but some people uh, are kind of doubting him because he scored low on that IQ test. I don't know if you all heard about see that. Yeah, so apparently, you know, if a QB scores low on that IQ test, they don't – you know, they very rarely ever pan out in the NFL. And he apparently scored pretty low, so I, I thought that was interesting. I think I think he can ball a little bit, but it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. You know, once he gets put in, you know, real NFL game, see how he does. But I yeah. found that I found that pretty interesting. I actually read that today, Tyler. Uh, I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we already know he's not going to be any Peyton Manning or anything. Yeah. No, not even close. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought. Yeah, I mean, I I thought they I thought they did a good job. That Will Anderson's, like Ryan says, is a, is a beast. I think the Eagles might have got the best player in the draft. That dude from Georgia, that defensive tackle. Oh, yeah. Jalen Carter. Yeah, they, they got him. They got him at what, like seventh pick or something like that. Yeah, I was hoping he'd drop yeah. down to the. <laughs> yeah, he got picked up ninth pick. 
Ninth pick, yeah. I mean, that's a steal, dude. I, I think that dude is an absolute beast. You know why, right? You know why he dropped. He was like speed racing. Yeah. I think it was with a coach and a, another player or just a person, and the coach and the player ended up dying, and he didn't. So I, th- I think that kind of hurt his top five draft stock right there. Yeah, it, it might hurt him in the draft a little bit, but, dude, he was still a top ten pick, so it didn't hurt him that bad. I'd take getting draft ninth easily yeah. any day. Well, he ended up getting – the Bears actually had the ninth pick, and they ended up trading back to number 10 just so the Eagles can get Carter. But the Bears ended up getting – moving back a spot and then taking their fourth-round pick, so they get an extra pick in the draft. And the Bears ended up getting offensive tackle instead, which huh. everyone was pissed because they thought they were going to get Jalen Carter. But I guess <laughs> offensive tackle is what they really needed, so I was happy they did that. They got your guy uh, Darnell Wright out of Tennessee. I know. I saw that. I was like, good for him, man. He's going to a great team. <laughs> you know, he's actually <laughs> – he um, – uh, they were some actually highlights of him versus Will Anderson. He he held his own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but no, I, I'm with you guys though. I definitely think the Texans are the most improved team out of the draft because back when the Bears did have the number one pick before they traded away, you know, Bears don't need a quarterback because we got Justin Fields. I wanted them to go Will Anderson number one if they were going to pick with that draft. Yeah, pick well, with that because he's just a monster at the yeah. end. The other team I had. I don't know. I didn't really pay too much attention what they did in the draft besides them getting Bryce Young. But I thought Carolina just with free agency and just the draft in general have really improved. They're like a whole new offense. Have you guys seen all the moves they've made? I only saw their first pick, Bryce Young, which Vegas had him. If you bet $1,000 that Bryce Young would be drafted first overall, you would only get $70 back. That's pretty much a guarantee lock that he's drafted you know number one overall there, oh, there's yeah. yeah that's vegas telling you this is who's getting drafted first <laughs> yeah you know but other, went, no the, the only the only one i saw was bryce Hill. yeah i think he went off at like minus 1200 or something on uh on DraftKings. so yeah I, I mean you ain't gonna win much off that bet yeah it was so when he told me that i was like that's them telling you that it's a lock that he's going number one overall. The Panthers, though, if you saw what they did in free agency, they got Miles Sanders as their running back now. They picked up Adam Thielen and DJ Chark. And then they got Hayden Hurst at tight end now, too. Yeah, they got a pretty good offense going into this year. Yeah. Who do you think they're going to roll with, you know, day one or game one, week one, whatever? Who do you think they're uh, going to roll with starting QB? They still got Sam Darnold. Darnold's on the 49ers now. Oh, damn. Yeah, they got way, Andy way Dalton. I, I missed that one. I'm is he a practice squad player? He needs to be. Sam Darnold I mean, needs to be on I mean, practice squad. They got Purdy now, and Purdy's – he's pretty much their guy based off last year. He did yeah. awesome. Panthers, it's Andy Dalton and Bryce Young now. So, they got the Red Rocket. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever <laughs> The Red Rocket. <laughs> Oh, whichever man. name you prefer. Uh, I think they'll go with Andy Dalton, honestly. I mean, obviously more experience and stuff like that. And, uh, but who knows, man? Like, sometimes these people come in the rookie season and just kill it. Like, RG3, but his rookie season, he did amazing. He ended up getting hurt, and that's what they might 
not want to have, obviously they don't want that to happen. So I, I wouldn't think that they would start him right away unless he absolutely needs to start Bryce Young. Yeah, I agree. I think he'll, uh, I think Andy Dalton will probably start the first four or five weeks maybe, and then try to transition Bryce Young in if he's, if they feel like he's ready. I feel like that'd be smart. I just don't know. I mean, if I had an offensive line, like if Carolina has a great offensive line and they can protect the QB good, if I was a coach, I'd put Bryce in Bryce Young in right away. Just go ahead and just let's play. Let's move. Let's go. But throw him, yeah, throw him to the wolves, huh? Yeah. Hey, sometimes that's the best way to learn. How surprised were you guys that Will Levis dropped to the second round? Honestly, I thought the Titans were going to get him in the first round, and I was going to be so mad if they got the first round. I mean, I don't care that they got him in the second round. It, honestly, it didn't shock me at all. I don't, I don't know. What was he, a top five QB in the draft? Was he number four? He was yeah. top four. Top yeah. four? Yeah, something like that. I think Hooker from Tennessee was number five. I'm not going to say it didn't shock me. I don't know. I expected him to go late first round. That's what I expected. I didn't really expect him to go second round. But then once it started getting later in the first round, I was like, he's probably not even going to be drafted tonight, you know? So, yeah, it wasn't much of a surprise to me. Yeah, I was, was, your- I was actually a little surprised he dropped to the second round just based on, you know, what I'd been hearing from the so-called experts on ESPN. And, you know, everybody was – some people said he was, you know, competing with Bryce Young to be the first overall pick at one point. Yeah, I think at the beginning of the season, he was – and one of the polls, he was, he was projected first overall. And people yeah. were laughing at it. And I was like, even though I don't like him or didn't like him, I have to like him now. But even though I didn't like him, I was like, good for him. Finally, it's someone from a team that no one expected uh, projected first or number one overall pick. Because usually it's like your Bama, Ohio State – you know, Michigan, Clemson type teams. And the Kentucky player was up there. And I was like, that's cool to see. Yeah, Tyler, I'm with you. Like, I was kind of shocked. Yeah, I heard the same stuff you did. His odds of going number one went up. But there was rumors going around that he was had big talks with the Panthers. I thought before the draft that they might go that direction. Well, Ryan, we'll get into it since we're talking about Will Levis. Just Titans in general after the draft. How are you feeling about him? Uh, Sucky, actually. Their first round pick, I did like. They went after a guy that we needed or a position that we needed, which is an offensive tackle, offensive line. Our line is horrible right now. And they went after this dude uh, from Northwestern who apparently is like a grandson from a guy that played on Vince Lombardi's Packers team. And when he got drafted, they were saying that he's like a potential future Hall of Famer, but they say that about almost everybody. So – I don't really know how good this dude is. I mean, he played at Northwestern. He was that Big Ten. He played in the Big Ten Conference, which isn't bad. First round, I was actually happy with. If, and then round two, obviously, we ended up getting Will Levis. And I know I like to joke around, but I actually don't mind it. We're going to have to start looking at, you know, a, another franchise QB. I mean, I love Ryan Tannehill. Getting old, he's getting older. His problem, though, is that he doesn't have any weapons around him. And I was hoping that we would get weapons in this draft. But third round, we ended up getting a running back, but we drafted a running back last year from Michigan. So I don't understand that pick. The fifth round, we ended up getting a tight end from Cincinnati, who's probably pretty good. But we drafted a tight end last year. 
who's good from Maryland. And then we ended up getting another offensive tackle, which is good because we need offensive linemen. And then we got a receiver from a division one, like an FCS school, Tennessee Martin. We ended up getting a receiver in round seven. I'm just like, what the hell are we doing? I feel like I can make better decisions in their office than what they're doing. De- than what they're doing and i'm freaking stupid anybody <laughs> can do what they did in this draft this draft sucks ass for the titans and it it makes me so angry i'm sitting here just reading up on everything i'm just like dude what are we doing we are gonna suck now like they and they're not doing anything in the off season you know to get any like new players they're, they were talking about trading derrick henry and if they do that we're out dude we're screwed he's our offense and you know what you know Will Levis he's not going to start this year Ryan Tannehill will start because it's his last year of his contract but I, I it wouldn't surprise me if uh, Levis does end up starting at the end of the season and if he doesn't he's definitely going to be starting next year yeah because I mean I don't think they're going to re-sign Tannehill and I don't blame him because he's getting older he's like 34 he can't move as well as he used to Titans became better when Tannehill became quarterback but and a lot of people like to say, well, it's because of Derrick Henry. Well, Derrick Henry wasn't doing Derrick Henry things until Tannehill became quarterback. He wasn't doing that with Mariota. That, that's why I always liked Tannehill, because those two together were really good. And then you had A.J. Brown at the receiver. But then they fumbled the bag on that last, last draft. Got rid of him. And we needed a wide receiver. And we ended up getting a dude that no one even knows who he is. So, Tyler, what do you think about your Raiders after the draft? Yeah, I mean, I think they did okay. I liked their their first pick, the seventh pick. They they got that uh, edge from Texas Tech, Tyree Wilson. Dude's a a monster, man. He's like six foot six, long, very long arms. Got a huge reach. I think he'll be a good uh, addition or with Max Crosby. They ended up getting that tight end from Notre Dame, who's actually. Uh, from Kentucky, up, I think like the Covington area. I think he went to like Covington Catholic or something like that. But uh, oh, that's cool. he was a he was a beast at uh, Notre Dame. That Michael Mayer guy. Yeah, yeah, he was the one like at the top of the tight ends in the draft this year. Yeah, I think he was like the number one tight end. But yeah, he's uh, I think he's pretty legit. I mean, some people have compared him to Gronk a little bit, and and the Raiders needed a tight end after letting go of. Of Darren Waller, a tight end's kind of a, a need for them. They, you know, their backup was that Foster Moreau, who who's you know decent. I mean, he he put up some good numbers whenever Waller was out. You know, I I thought that was a good pick getting him. I think he could yeah. be. Uh, I think he could end up being something special. So, other than that, I mean, they got you know a couple more. They I think they got a defensive lineman from Bama with their uh, third pick. In round three, I know they picked up a wide receiver from Cincinnati, and they got Purdue's quarterback, that O'Connell guy, Aiden O'Connell. Oh, yeah, he's pretty legit. I think he'll be good. I think he could turn into a good QB. I agree. Actually, you know, I didn't really know too much about him. I didn't watch a ton of Purdue football, but I watched some, like, highlights of his, and, you know, he seems like he could be – he could end up being pretty good. Seems like he's got a strong arm and – We'll see, but uh, I mean, overall, I thought they did okay in the draft, better than years past, I think. 
you know, yeah. the last few few years they've had terrible draft picks. So hopefully these kind of you know hopefully most of these guys pan out and you know have some success in the draft for a change. But yeah, hey, as long as nobody ends up going to jail or getting <laughs> getting in legal trouble like rugs. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's uh don't want no any more of that. I'm feeling pretty good after this draft. Bears getting offensive tackle first pick. Darnell Wright, he seems like he's going to be the man. We got some help on defense. Got a couple defensive tackles. And uh, Jervon Dexter, I was forgetting his first name for some reason, out of Florida. Dude's a monster. Picked him up a defensive tackle. And then we ended up getting defensive tackle out of South Carolina. Zach, Zach Pickens, he's a monster too. Just a huge, just mountain of a man. Yeah, that guy's good. He uh, he did very well against uh, Tennessee when Tennessee played him. I thought we were going to get some edge help, but we didn't even sign one edge guy this entire draft. Kind of worried about that. You might pick someone up in the offseason or free agency or whatever. That yeah. might be what they're looking for. It's a veteran, veteran people. That's probably one reason why they didn't go after. Or there might not have been anyone that they're absolutely in love with that was in the draft. Who knows? We'll see before the season start what other moves they make. But I think the Bears are going to be a lot tougher this year, especially having DJ Moore on offense and just having yeah. the running back room they have after getting – they got Rashawn Johnson from Texas. He's the backup to Bijan mm-hmm. Robinson. And he's apparently pretty solid. He's a solid back. I don't, he's not – John Robinson. I mean, Are you talking about the dude from the, Long, from the Longhorns? Like yeah, Texas. Texas. Yeah, Rashawn Johnson. He's a backup behind Bajon Robinson. But, yeah, uh, had a pretty decent game against Bama last year. Yeah, he's a good running back. So, what do you guys think about DeAndre Hopkins' situation? Do you think he's going to get traded, or do you think he's going to play a year on the Cardinals? I think he wants to get traded. I would if oh, I was. Yeah. You think so? I, I I literally read something about three hours ago. And because I got an update on my phone and it was about Hopkins trade rumors. And the, the headline said was a quote from him. And it said, who said I want to go? Who said I want to leave? Like he might not want to go anywhere. That's I don't think it's really up to him anyways. He, if he goes anywhere, I don't even know a good place for him to go. Like he'll, he'll succeed anywhere he goes. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I, I think that's an interesting situation. I mean, me personally, if it was me, if I was DeAndre Hopkins, I'd want out. I, I don't want to be. I don't want to play with Kyler Murray. <laughs> yeah, Tyler, I, I I would try to leave as soon as possible. I just don't think Kyler Murray is all that that the Cardinals, you know, hope for him to be. And if I was a receiver, I'd want somebody else throwing me the ball other than him. Kyler Murray's good, but I think the only reason he's decent is because he's just so athletic. Can't see him. Yeah, <laughs> you can't see him behind the line. You never know where he's going. He looks like a freaking jackrabbit running around the field. But yeah, I agree with you, Reed. He is very, he's very athletic, and that's yeah, what made, think, that's what makes him good. But you take his legs away, he is nothing. DeAndre Hopkins had a no trade clause where he had to approve his trade before being traded. Apparently, that's out the window ever since he failed that drug test last year. So, <laughs> really, yeah. Yeah, so that makes the situation even more interesting. From what I saw, I didn't see the thing you saw, Ryan, about saying he wanted to stay. I saw a couple weeks back something about how he, if he does get traded, he wants, I mean, he's obviously getting older. He wants to go to a team that's like in win-now mode, who's ready to go to the Super Bowl. So I can see him, if he gets traded, going to Chiefs or I've heard rumors of Baltimore going there with Lamar and Odell. 
And Baltimore is they just draft they drafted that Flowers kid. I think he's yeah, he's a receiver. Dude, Baltimore's gonna be freaking legit this year. Like Lamar got Lamar got paid. Now he's like, all right, time time to freaking play. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like they're gonna be so good. <laughs> and it's gonna be scary. I'm gonna be scared. The Ravens' secret to success is gonna be keeping their running backs healthy. Cause I feel like every year Gus Edwards or J.K. Dobbins, one of them either like snaps their leg or something happens. And I don't know. And that's why I think Lamar runs more than he probably should because his running backs are always so damn hurt all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I think they're definitely more successful when Lamar leaves a pocket and runs, but the running backs were healthy. He wouldn't really have much of a reason to run, which would be great for the offense. The perfect scenario for the Ravens is no one gets hurt. And yeah. that's probably for every team because yeah. last year, what's his face? Andrews got injured and he missed like six or seven games, I believe. And that hurt Lamar's passing game because that's his number one target. And, you know, and, and Andrews is a top three best tight ends in the league, if not arguably number one because of how freaking big and strong he is. And he's pretty quick for a guy who's 6'9. I think he's 6'9. He's so, he's, he's a big dude. Ravens have a good chance at winning the AFC championship for sure. If they all can stay healthy at the right time in the season. I mean, J.K. Dobbins, he snaps. He, he gets injured left. His his skin is like butter, dude. You you hit him once and it, he's done <laughs> pretty much. And Gus Edwards is such a tank. But Ravens offense, they run a lot. They need three solid running backs to switch in and out. And plus, then you add Lamar into that mix and their defense is good too. So, I mean, they're just all around really good team. I know we talked about it a little bit last week, Tyler, you, me and Justin, your feelings changed at all about Rogers going to New York jets. How do you think the jets are going to be looking this year? Do you think they're going to take their division or do you think bills are still going to be giving them a hell of a fight? Oh yeah. I mean, I, I definitely think the bills are, the team to beat, but the Jets picking up Rodgers is huge, man. I mean, the Jets had a squad last year, and I feel like all they were really missing was a, a good quarterback, and now they have it. So now, now I think they can really go after the Bills and compete. You know, I, it would not surprise me if they end up winning that division. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting to watch that. Because the Jets, they were actually very good last year. But like Tyler said, the only position was their quarterback situation. Like, they didn't have a good quarterback. And now that they have Rodgers, who is still slinging the crap out of the ball, he's I still think he's a top six quarterback in the NFL right now. He is good. And last year, he had no one around him. I mean, you can only do so much, you know, with the talent you have around yourself. I mean, look what Stafford did when he actually got on a good team, you know, with players yeah. capable of – Super Bowl you know. first year. Yeah, exactly. And then um, now Rodgers, I'm not saying his teams weren't good, but last year that team was not good. His best receiver was a rookie receiver, that Christian Watson guy. <laughs> and now he's on a Jets team that actually has pretty good receivers, uh, a very good defense, and a very good coach. It's going to be very interesting. I actually think the Jets will win the division. I really do. And I think the Bills, obviously, they're going to contend with the Bills. It, it all, I think it will depend on the Jets-Bills head-to-head games. 
I think that's definitely going to be the toughest division just because you got to throw the throw two and the Dolphins in there too, man. Two and Tyreek Hill. I mean, oh, that's yeah. a freaking tough I forgot, division. I, I forgot about them too. Holy crap. Yeah, that division is hard. <laughs> if two can stay healthy and not sucking now. get uh, Rain Man fingers on us, you know, yeah. he'll be – that team is very good. They got Waddle, Tyreek Hill, Tua when – it, when he's healthy, is still a solid. But the thing with Tua, though, man, his arm strength isn't the best. He might be very accurate and stuff, but he, he can't really throw the ball like some of these other guys in the league, you know? I mean, I think he can sling it good enough to get the job done. Well, yeah, he can, obviously. Yeah, but, like, when I was watching him last year, man, it, it looked like the ball was getting to these places slower. However, he's so accurate that he releases it sooner and like it, I don't know, it was it was just it was just cool to watch because he doesn't have the strongest arm. He says he just throws dots out there. Shit, he was concussed half the year last year. I know that's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> freaking, he was probably thrown with three fingers on those balls too. I don't know. That's about all I had for the NFL. I had two questions though. We'll start with the first one. If you guys could only do one of these things, like if you were good enough to play a sport, like professionally, would you rather play? or be able to watch sports. So if you choose play a sport, you can never watch sports. You can never watch ESPN. You can't watch any games. All you can do is play. While you're playing, but once you like retire and stuff, you can watch the games and everything? No, you just never watch a game rest your entire life. Fuck that, dude. No, I'm watching sports, man. <laughs> I don't care how much money I was get paid. I you're saying if I was – like a professional baseball player, I couldn't watch any baseball games or just any sports in general. You could watch game film, but you can't like <laughs> you like obviously you can watch game film because you gotta watch game film if you're a player, but you cannot like watch go you can't like go home at night and be like, I'm gonna turn on Sports Center or I'm gonna turn on this game since it's my off day. You know what I'm saying? So it's all sports. I can't watch any sports. Nope. No sports regardless of what sport I'm playing. Regardless of what sport you're playing. But you're a professional athlete. So, I mean, you could be starting first baseman or third baseman for the Cincinnati Reds. But you could just never watch any sports game on your own time. That's tough, man. I mean, if I was a professional athlete, I'd be a millionaire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So- that alone kind of uh, that's pretty enticing, but but no Super Bowl parties for you, man. Yeah, <laughs> you can't no, get no, no, derby, no derby parties either. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> See, that that's just crossing the line for me. I'm gonna have to go watch sports. I'd say the same thing. I mean, watching sports, I just enjoy too much, and I just it's my go-to when I'm turning on the TV, it's always either I'm flipping on NFL network, watching good morning football, or I'm yeah. flipping on ESPN with sports center, or I'm just seeing what games are on. And it's just, I couldn't do it. I gotta be able to watch it. I'd love to play sports professionally watching. It's more fun. I don't yeah. know. I think, I think I could honestly do the, like be a professional athlete and not watch sports. I think I could do that. You can't gamble either, buddy. Actually, you could. You just can't watch the game. So you just got to wait till the results come in. You could watch <laughs> it. You, yeah, you could gamble and then you get in trouble like Pete Rose did. 
Oh yeah, that's true. You can't gamble because <laughs> you'd be a professional athlete. Now, when you, obviously, yeah, when you retire, you can gamble. But while you're playing, you can't gamble on horse racing, <laughs> games, you know, just any sports. I think you'll get in trouble, right? And that goes with anything, correct? Or no? no, I think professional athletes can. They there's just there's rules around it, like where they can do it. Like you, they can't be on team property gambling, you know. But but they can bet on like other sports. Okay, they I didn't know that. I just thought you. I thought you couldn't bet at all if you were a professional athlete. No, I'm pretty sure they can. They just there's like some stipulations there, like team rules, like you know, they <laughs> or league rules, like they can't be, you know, at their team facilities or you know on team grounds, placing bets. Like they've they've got to be you know off team property, and I'm sure there's some other you know, stipulations there, but Tyler, I, I think you're exactly right. Cause after that, those lions players got in trouble a few weeks back and I heard it was just because they did it on lions property. Cause I think the rules are, you can't do it on the property and then you can't bet on your own sport. If you play in the NFL, you can't bet on the NFL. So like yeah. you could bet baseball, but you just can't bet NFL. I get it. Pete Rose was a bad example then because he bet on his actual sport but he actually bet on him to win though so that's yeah, where I, i'm like i know he did like I, I still think he should be in the hall of fame and crap they're, they're screwing him over but he got in trouble for doing what we're we're talking about betting on the sport that he's and he did it while he was coaching too i don't even think he did it as a player no i think it's just they need to throw it out well yeah. i mean throw a game that's one thing, but if you're betting on yourself to win, I think that should be allowed. Like, just monitor what they bet on. I disagree. I don't. If you're a player, I don't think you should be able to bet at all on on your sport. Not even on games that you're not a part of. See, that's that a might, gray area. I mean, yeah. definitely not. Definitely not bet on games that they're like playing, and I, I feel like yeah. that could get way too corrupt. And oh, absolutely, I agree with that. But I'm yeah. saying, hey, you're playing a game and then you bet on, like, I don't know, a, another game that's happening that night. But I could also see, like, say you have a buddy playing on another team and be like, hey, I bet I bet that you did this while you're pitching. Can you please do this so I can win this amount yeah. of money win it with you? You know, like, I can see that happening. Yeah, see, that's you know where I, I just – I don't know if I agree with that. Now that I'm, now that I'm talk, talking about it out loud, yeah, I agree with you, Tyler. <laughs> 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 you know, sometimes we just got to talk about our thoughts and what we're thinking, and then sometimes it makes sense, and that made sense to me. Just just leave the betting to us common degenerate folk. Not yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the safest way to avoid any issues, for sure. Because I don't think there's any way to, like, there's no way from the police it, really. That's why I'm kind of surprised they get caught yeah. them do it on this property. That's what doesn't make sense to me. If I was a, like, why would you do it on your at your job? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's so dumb. Like, just wait till you get home. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> oh no, I'm ready to play some bets this weekend though. Who's who? Do you guys have for your favorite horse? Have you looked at the horses yet? I know you probably have Tyler. Why? Because I'm a degenerate. Yes. No. <laughs> No, I'm I know you know a lot more about horse racing than I do. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think Forte is definitely the horse to beat. I think he's in, uh, I think they just, today they just posted gate positions, and I think he's in the uh, the 15 spot. But I, I think he's the horse to beat. A horse called Tappet Trice. 
I think who is right up there with Forte is I think those are like the two favorites. So I, I you know, I definitely watch out for them. Angel of Empire is another one that I've I've kind of heard some good things about. Um, and then I've also heard some good things about the foreign horse coming from China. I think Derma Sotogake. I never, I don't like to bet the import horses. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it, it should be another, you know, good derby. I don't know if another like 50 to one long shot's going to win, but like they did, like, you know, last year they had that rich strike horse that came out of nowhere. We'll see. But yeah, I, w- I would say Forte is definitely the horse to beat, in my opinion. Hey, I'll tell you what, after last year, I was so pissed at myself because I had like $10 left on my Twin Spires account and I should have threw it all on Rich Strike, but I ended up throwing it on like two other horses in the race who didn't do <laughs> shit. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, why didn't I throw that $10 on that just long shot? Just say, screw it. So I made a decision that starting this year and every year after this, I am going to put at least $10 on the long shot of the Kentucky Derby every year. That way, if I lose it, I don't care if I because I know one of these years I'm going to hit it. <laughs> what would uh, what would ten dollars get you? Like ninety nine to one or something crazy. Yeah, so I mean ninety nine to one, ten dollars, so nine hundred and ninety dollars. That's pretty good. Yeah, I would have taken it. <laughs> <laughs> one one other question I had before we end the podcast this week: America's game. There's been a long-time dispute. I know we've never really talked about this before as a friend group. I've heard of football, American football, and baseball both being called America's game. Which one do you guys think is truly America's game? I'm personally going baseball, and I may be a little biased there just because I'm a baseball guy, but. I, I think I'm going to have to go baseball. I would say I feel like more people watch football. I don't know, man. I'm going to go with Tyler, though. Base, I still think baseball is America's game because baseball, they don't really play foot, like NFL football, like that style of football anywhere else in the world. I mean, they got Canadian football, but they changed the rules. You know, they got – football teams over in Europe and stuff, but the rules are different. Baseball, the rules are the same everywhere. At least that's at least from what I know. And more countries play baseball than American football, which means I, and I'm thinking that's an American made sport. And yet we branched it out to the entire world. It's, it's America's game. It's America's pastime. I don't, I, I believe, I believe baseball is still, America's game, and I'm like Tyler. I'm, I am biased towards that because baseball is my favorite sport. So, yeah, I mean, I think football definitely has an argument, though. I, I like you said, I, I guarantee you, more people are watching football than baseball now, and I mean, it, it could very well the case could be made for for football for sure. Yeah. That's why my answer may be a little conflicting because I think baseball used to be America's game in my opinion yeah, I still think I mean I love baseball I think it's great they have made a bunch of changes but I mean they have in football too 
the reason I say baseball used to be and football is now because baseball has branched out where it's like almost they do the world baseball classic now. So like every country has their own baseball team. Well, American football, it's mostly just American. So that's why I say football is America's sport now. Baseball used to be. And I think football is definitely America's sport now just because it's mostly American and it's just not worldwide. No, I mean, it's gaining a lot of popularity and it's gaining a lot, a lot of viewers like Super Bowl is still one of the most watched championship games out of ever sport. That's that's my reasoning on why I think football right now or now is America's game compared to baseball. So it's kind of like your reasons, Ryan, just kind of reversed. I was about to say, you just shit on everything I just said. Yeah. (laughs) Whatever you say, Ryan, I'm a shit on it and just go with it. How about that? No, but like the way you explained it, I was like, damn it, he's right, bro. Like, (laughs) I'm just like, yeah. I mean, yeah, more countries do play baseball, but baseball is an American sport. But more Americans play freaking football. God, you're so damn smart, bro. It's just a matter of opinion. I mean, there's really no true yeah. answer on that. So Yeah, I think I'm just biased towards baseball, bro. I mean, I love football. Don't get me wrong. And honestly, if I was a coach, I think I'd rather coach football <laughs> than baseball. But baseball is my favorite sport. So, that I mean, that's mainly why I chose baseball. Baseball's just a lot more – romantics kind of the word i don't know that's like it's just something about baseball like gives you them butterflies i don't know what it is it's just like feels like home you know absolutely just the atmosphere the feel of it the time of year it's in especially like opening day and stuff if you're at a game opening day dude the atmosphere is i don't know what like it's you can't explain it man you know it's just amazing to me one opening weekend game in Cincinnati and dude that was probably one of the best baseball experiences I've ever had in my life since he has a good opening day atmosphere yeah they do they for sure did and like I already loved the Reds and I feel more in love with the Reds and just baseball in general when I was there I was like god man I've I love this No, I've always liked watching football the best out of any sport, just personally, like watching it if I'm at home. But something about being at a baseball stadium, I don't know what it is, but like being at a baseball game, I think is one of my favorite live events to go to. Oh, absolutely. I agree. Just be in there, get a hot dog, just sit there, hang out, watch pitch after pitch after pitch. (laughs) It's just, it's the dream, man. Yeah. It's the dream. I'd rather, I'm with you, Ray. I'd rather watch football on TV. I'd rather go to a baseball game any day of the week than an NFL football game or a college football game live in person. It's just relaxing and you're just the crack of the bat, you know, just watching people make outrageous plays. I love hot dogs. And for some reason, baseball hot dogs are better than football hot dogs. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I, I agree with you, bro. <laughs> I really there's something about the live baseball game that just beats everything else. But, dude, if you've ever been to an NHL hockey game, those are fun, too, live. Those are awesome. 
Those are crazy, actually. Like, dude, some of the fans at those games are insane. Hockey games are wild, dude. <laughs> dude, it is outrageous. My first, my, my first hockey game I ever went to was Preds versus Blackhawks. And, dude, there was – and they don't like each other. And there was five fights in that game, and I was like, I freaking love this, dude. <laughs> this is so awesome. I've never – I've been to one hockey game, but it was like a D-League hockey game for – it's the Fort Wayne Comets which it was a really fun game to go to, but it wasn't – it probably was nothing compared to an NHL game. So I got to go to an NHL game just so I can kind of compare it. Yeah, dude. Um, Preds, I mean, the Preds tickets aren't, aren't bad. And plus, I think that's the closest team to where we live. So uh, we should all take a trip down there and just go to a hockey game, bro. It, it's, it's a very fun atmosphere. It's just fun to watch, even if you don't know anything about the sport. Tyler, did you say you've been to this hockey game? I went to one a long time ago. That was back in the uh, the Louisville River Frogs days. <laughs> oh, damn, that's a throwback. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking like I was a kid. I haven't been to a hockey game in so long, but I still remember going to that game, and it was it was awesome. I mean, hockey games are like a different, whole different experience, man. They're, they're a blast, man, absolute riot. Appreciate y'all hopping on, guys. It's been fun. I've been talking about a lot and hope to have you guys on some more. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Thanks for having us on here again. I appreciate it and look forward yeah. to getting on here again. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah. Thanks for tuning in to another fun episode of the Sup Guys podcast. Been really fun having Tyler and Ryan on with me this week, talking about the NFL and just kind of shooting the shit. So if you could, please follow and rate our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd really appreciate it. Also, follow our TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter pages. It's at SupGuysPodcast, S-U-P Guys Podcast. Thanks again for tuning in. Looking forward to next week. Hope everyone has a great weekend and a great rest of the week. See you guys.